right now, Uncle Matt, with the Las Vegas Colel. Breast cancer is such a terrible disease. It affects more than a quarter of a million women in the United States alone. Researchers, experts, over the last several decades, they've developed all sorts of treatment plans for breast cancer patients. And thank God the five-year survival rate for a breast cancer patient is higher than 90%. One of the early treatments in the early 1990s that was developed to treat breast cancer was a process called HDC. In HDC, what would happen was a breast cancer patient would first undergo a bone marrow transplant and then would be bombarded with HDC, high dosage chemotherapy. The thinking being the chemotherapy would kill out the cancerous cells and the bone marrow transplant, well, that would help regrow healthy new cells. Early on, researchers found initial anecdotal success. They saw a couple of patients respond really well from HDC and early proponents began pushing HDC as a real potential cure for breast cancer. Insurers, doctors, all sorts of people began pushing people into HDC. Now, HDC is very painful, it was incredibly invasive, and it was very, very costly. But because there were these initial successes, many people would turn to HDC as a viable solution, as a viable treatment path for their breast cancer. In 1999, there was a meeting that was held in Atlanta. Four research teams presented their data analysis of what the statistical benefits of HDC actually were. It had been around for now for a few years. Is HDC really any better than any of the other viable alternatives for breast cancer treatment? The first three teams that presented their data showed that there was really no benefit of HDC when you compare it to other options. But there was a fourth team. A fourth team based out of South Africa was led by a doctor named Dr. Werner Bezwoda. Bezwoda had found that HDC had actually caused a massive reduction in breast cancer relapse. According to his figures, there was, there was more than a 50% decrease in breast cancer relapse. That's a huge figure. And that helped fuel the continued charge for HDC as a real option for breast cancer treatment. One of the most troubling stories in the entire Torah is an episode that occurs in the book of Numbers in Sefer Bamidbar. We read about the rebellion of Korach. We know Moshe is the leader of the Jewish people. He's the one that brings down the Torah at Sinai, and he's leading the Jewish people through the desert. He's their faithful leader. He's dedicated, and he cares so much about the Jewish people. Yet we find Korach leads a rebellion against Moshe. He accuses Moshe of nepotism. He questions Moshe's authority. He says, why, Moshe, are you hoarding all the power for yourself? We're all holy people. We're all so close to God. You, Moshe, you're a fraud. You're a phony. Korach's accusations, they were really intense. If you really think about it, one of the 13 principles of Jewish faith is to recognize and believe that Lokumbi Yisrael Kemosha owed. There was never a prophet as great as Moshe. Moshe was the leader par excellence of the Jewish people. He was the one that brought us the Torah at Sinai. He would be the leader of the Jewish people. By Korach questioning Moshe's authority, Korach is actually undermining his very Judaism. Was Korach crazy? Was he out of his mind? Rashi tells us, Korach Pikeachaya. Korach, he wasn't dumb. He wasn't crazy. Korach was a very, very smart man. He was a righteous man. He was a pious person. So what happened? Why did he go so far afield? Why would he go and reject Moshe? It's so fundamental to Judaism. Rashi explains that Korach was seeking kavod. 
He was seeking glory. He wanted honor. He wanted some of that glory of being one of the leaders of the Jewish people, and he felt that he was playing second fiddle to Moshe, and that really got under his skin. And it was because of that, because of his need for glory, for honor, for recognition, he leads a rebellion against Moshe that would ultimately lead to his own self-destruction. It's such a remarkable story when you think about it in its fullest context. Here you have a righteous man, a good person, a smart person, someone who is seemingly God-fearing, yet he'll engage in completely self-destructive activity and behavior. It will destroy him, and he took many people down with him. Why? Because he wanted glory. He wanted honor. He wanted kavod. Our sages teach us that kavod, seeking glory, seeking honor, it's one of the things that's motzian asom adam in ha'olam. It can literally be self-destructive and can remove us from the face of this earth. And Korach is a prime example how someone who's interested in glory, someone who's interested in honor and seeing their names in lights, it can lead to real self-destruction. Remember Warner Bizwoda? His data, his research, pushing forward HDC, high dosage chemotherapy. His data, his research, his science, it was audited. Turns out it was all a fraud. He was a complete phony. He had made up all of his data, all of his research, all of his science. Complete fabrication. You'd stop. Why would someone do something like that? If you think about it, HDC, it's an invasive therapy. It's painful. There are other alternatives out there. Why is Bezwoda falsifying his data? He's just taking down so many people and eventually he'll be caught. I believe the answer is, is Bezwoda was famous. Bezwoda saw his name in lights. He was the pioneer in HDC research. He was a hero, but it was self-destructive. He wanted his name in lights. He wanted the, the honor and the glory of being one of the great pioneers of breast cancer research. But look what he did. He ended up causing so much harm to so many others and it ended up in total self-destruction. He was completely, you know, completely ridiculed by his colleagues. All of his data was you know, disregarded. And nowadays, who knows where Bezwoda is? He's disgraced. Seeking kavod, seeking honor, seeking glory. We all want recognition. We all want to have a healthy self-esteem. But there's a difference between a healthy self-esteem and seeking glory, seeking honor. Let's be careful. We all want to feel important. But kavod, seeking glory, seeking honor, it can be absolutely self-destructive. We see that with Korach. We see that with Bezwoda. Let's make sure we learn those lessons and take it as a cautionary tale. Be careful when we look for glory and honor.